0: Welcome to Grace Notes. We're currently in a series entitled, Thinking Right Thoughts. We've all heard the saying, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. We can waste our minds by thinking unproductive thoughts. Philippians 4.8, our main text for this series says, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. On our program today, Barbara Sandbeck will define what thinking is right.
1: In our previous studies, we determined that God's Word is true. It's the standard to use in judging what to think about. God's way is noble. It's the method to use in exercising God's Word. Let's look now at what it means to think on things that are right. The word right in this context means conforming to the standard of truth and justice according to the law or will of God. From this, we can conclude that to think right thoughts, we must think about God's will so we can live out God's word. But what is God's will? Well, there's no PAT formula because His will is as unique for us as our fingerprints are to us. Nevertheless, God does give direction, if we choose to find it. Hebrews 1, 1-2 says that in the past God spoke His will to our forefathers through the prophets, but now He speaks to us through His Son, Jesus. Jesus speaks to us through His life and words recorded in the Bible. Jesus Himself said that His teaching was from God. In John 7:17, 7, He stated, if anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. He told us what God's will is for us in John 6:40, saying, My Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Finding the will of God is a continual process, but in order to even begin, you must first choose to submit yourself to God by repenting of your sin and asking Jesus to be your Savior. Jesus is Lord over all. Why not turn your will over to Him and allow Him to be Lord of your life? Then you too can know God's will especially specially designed for you. You'll never regret it.
2: If I had seen the sunset on the day
1: Faithful to his word, he never fails. He promised he would be right by our side. Through all life's problems, toil and strife, we can prevail, for he is always there to be our guide. He said he'd show himself to be our dearest friend, but we need to be still so we can see. His working in our life we'll never comprehend until we give him rein to set us free. A prisoner I will always be if I don't choose to let him have his perfect will with me. So help me, Lord, to walk your path so I don't lose the chance to be the person I should be. Philippians 2.13, written to believers in Christ, says that it is God who works in you both to will and to act according to his good purpose. His purpose is not just a purpose, it's a good purpose— but he won't exercise it for you unless you give him control. We need to choose to know and abide by God's will and then seek to find out what it is. King David asked to know God's ways and he also asked to know God's will. He wrote in Psalm 14310 a "'Teach me to do your will, for you are my God.'" He also prayed to want, to want God's will. Oh, he's so like us. We don't naturally want God's will. We only want it when it agrees with ours. <laughs> Once we're part of God's family through belief in Christ, we need to turn our body over to him because it's with our bodies that we exercise our will. Romans twelve one a says, Present your body, a living sacrifice unto the Lord. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-8, Paul writes, It is God's will that you should be sanctified or set apart, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. By yielding to the power of the Holy Spirit in us who guides us in all truth, we can say no to wrong things. And we're to turn our mind over to the Lord for renewal as well. Romans 12:2 continues, "'Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God.'" Our mind is renewed through meditating on God's Word and praying. We can know that we're following God's will if we're producing the fruit of the Spirit, which according to Galatians 5.22 is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Listen to what Ephesians 5.8-9 says, You were once darkness, But now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Remember, the definition of right is conforming to the standard of truth. In Ephesians 5.17, we are told not to be foolish, but to understand what the Lord's will is. It goes on to give us a list of practical ways to exercise God's will. Be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing, I like that one, and make music in your hearts to the Lord. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything. These are just a few. Ephesians 5.10 says we should find out what pleases the Lord. Why not look for the others, yourself, in the Word? Jesus said that he did only what he saw his Father doing. We must focus our mind on God and ask Him to give us clear vision to see His will for us. Then we can think right thoughts.
0: Blessed by this program, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland 21047, or visit us at our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.